that's our chat show today. Um, hello and welcome our chat show. I'm one of the host Maggie, and we are so glad to invite Professor Yu as the guest speaker for today's topic, language learning and teaching. Hi, Professor Yu. It's so nice to see you here. How, could yes, you please nice introduce you yourself to our audience before our discussion? Yeah, sure. So actually, my experience is really simple. So I graduated from Shanghai International Study University.、Um, when was that? A long time ago. <laughs> and then、um, I went grad school in the same university for about three years. And then I came to Harvard、um, to do another graduate study in education. And then after graduation, I started to work in the Chinese language program at Harvard. And that's all until now. Yeah, so it's really simple. Okay. Well, according to your introduction, we are happy to know that you had a very professional language and literature education experience, which includes a Bachelor of Arts in teaching Chinese as a as a foreign language and a Master of Arts in English and American literature. They are highly relevant to most of us. Because we are all language and literature learning majors, therefore we are very interested in your study and career life. Before our deep exploration, Maggie has some quick questions for you. Sure. Hi, Hi Professor. I want to know that how long、um, did you work as a professor in Harvard? Um. So first of all, I'm not a professor. I'm a lecturer. So <laughs> this is very different.、Um, so as a lecturer, I've been working at Harvard. I think this is my seventh year. So I started about six or so years ago. Okay, it's really a long time.、Um, well, <laughs> yeah, because you are all college students, so for you that's a long time. But I have,、um, I know many colleagues who have been working in this field for over twenty years. So compared to them, I'm probably pretty new still. Yeah. So during these years of, I I I, uh, in fact, I don't understand the elector. So, could you please introduce your work more? Yeah, sure. So I work at the Chinese language program. At the East Asian Languages and Civilizations Department. So basically,、um, in the department, we have two branches. One branch teaches languages, which is what I do, and the other branches they would teach content-based courses. So you might teach history, literature, photography in Chinese or related to China. Yeah, but what I do is to teach the language, Chinese language. So. Are there many students who who learn Chinese?、Um, well, many is a relative word. So, compared to many other languages, like、um, let's say Japanese, Korean, or Spanish, French, yes, we do have a very large cohort.、Um, but if you compare the number, the enrollment number, like this year or for the past few years, with the number ten years ago. We actually saw a drop、um, in the enrollment number, 
I think、um, part of the reason is a lot of middle schools or even primary schools they do bilingual education. So a lot of students they have some Chinese language education before they enter the college、um, for the past few years. We do see the trend. So、um, we did see some like a slight drop of enrollment for the past few years, but the number has been stable since then. Yeah, so I would say yes, we do have a lot of students、um, studying Chinese at Harvard、um, and in other、um, institutions、um, in North America as well. Okay, and if if this course learn Chinese is a mandatory course or compulsory course for Harvard students? Hmm. Um, I believe all the language courses at Harvard are optional, so election courses, elective courses.、Um, but there is a so at Harvard, and I believe um, that's um, also true for many other universities. So there is a language requirement. So basically, you have to be able to speak a foreign language. If you already have the skills, you can take an exam. It's called a placement exam, and then you can get placed out, which means you already fulfilled. Um, the requirement. If not, if you have no foreign language skills, or if you do want to study another language, then you can choose to take、um, any of the languages offered at Harvard. So it doesn't have to be Chinese or Japanese or French. You can pick whatever you're interested. Oh, oh、yeah. that sounds good. So.、Um, After those quick questions, let's have an in-depth discussion about your profession. Yeah. So, so Professor,、uh, why did you choose this major of teaching Chinese as a foreign language, and what made you turn it as as your long-time profession? So, as a matter of fact, it was not my choice. So、um, when I entered college, my first choice, I believe, was Spanish and French because the university I went to was a foreign language university. So obviously, a lot of students went there or go there for foreign language study.、Um, so I got kind of placed into studying Chinese,、um, teaching Chinese as a language. So it was kind of not my first choice, but one of my choice. So I guess sometimes even if you don't get your first choice, life would turn out good for you.、Yeah. And as yeah, as for、um, profession, I mean, I consider myself still young, although I'm much older than you guys.、Um, but I I don't know yet if it will be my lifelong pursuit yet. But、um, for the foreseeable future, I can see myself、um, work as a Um, prefer,、uh, preceptor in Chinese、um, at Harvard, so I do enjoy my work a lot, and I,、um, I, I think I'll probably do it for quite a long time. Although who knows, <laughs> in the future maybe I'll want to try something different. Yeah. 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 I have to say, you look. You really look very young. Like. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Asian people—that's、um, <laughs> that's common to all of us. Yeah. Okay. So, if you were given another choice, would you still choose your original major and current job? Um, that's very hard to say because now I have picked this road, 
if I were to go back, I might want to try something different. But that doesn't mean I don't like what I'm doing now. Um, so back in high school, I was really good at math and chemistry, but somehow I prefer languages and literature better. So um, I picked something that is has nothing to do with um, the math or physics or like other um, subjects like that anymore. But um, if I were given another chance, why not? So it's always good to try something different. Yeah, and also. Um, I think if I were to know the world will become like this, I would probably pick computer science. It's also a language, but very different from the natural languages. Yeah. So, as for your present job, um, did you have any anxiety or problems you met to be a Harvard professor, and how did you make make it? Uh, not really. I think working, working as a lecturer in college isn't too much, um, won't give you too much pressure or anxiety. I think it's very different from some, some of my friends who work as a, on the professor track um, in some universities back in mainland China. So I know they have pressure um, publishing thesis like every month or every two months, but that's not um, my case. So for me, um, I think I basically enjoy my work. Um, it's a, not a lot of pressure, um, but it's a lot of enjoyment. Yeah, okay. and of course there are busy times and um, free times. So sometimes when you're really busy, um, you, you wish you have more time, but those are not um, like everyday life. It's just once in a while, maybe the first two weeks of a new semester or around the end of the semester, but that's expected. And also as teachers, the bonus is we get really long um, winter vacations and summer vacations. So I wouldn't complain. Yeah, yeah. Good to well, see, to hear that. <laughs> yeah, good to hear. So, uh, we all know that Harvard is like a dream school for a lot of students. What do you like best about Harvard University? Um, I mean, there are many dream schools here. I don't think Yale or Princeton or Stanford is like any less better than Harvard. Um, so I do like a lot of things about Harvard. It's really hard to pick uh, what I like best. So I like the people here. So I think for me, that's very important because um, you learn a lot from them. These are people you interact with every day. You learn from um, your supervisor, your colleagues, your students. The students are really smart. Um, they're really inspiring. So I think um, they, the people here really makes the whole experience um, really rewarding. Um, but also I like um, Boston area. I like where the university is located. Um, it's not like Yale, um, New Haven in the middle of nowhere. Um, but I mean, <laughs> some people like that. Um, well, I don't. So um, maybe when you pick your graduate schools, maybe think about whether you are a city person or a suburb person. Um, that's also very important. Um, what else? I think Harvard also um, provides you with a lot of resources. 
But I think this is also common to many other good universities, such as MIT or Boston University, Tufts University, Boston College. Yes, all of the universities, I believe, whichever one you pick, you will get to learn a lot um, and then benefit a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, speaking speaking of the graduate school, do you recommend our language major students to go to graduate school? Like, well, I can't really make a recommendation here because I don't know you individually. So I don't know whether you like to do、uh, like doing research or not. I don't know what you want to do with your major or with your language skills. If you want to be an interpreter, then I'm not sure. Maybe、um, you want to go to grad school for a bit to get some professional training, or maybe if you want to be a Chinese lecturer like what I do here, then probably you have to go to grad schools because usually you have to have a master's degree. But if you just want to use your languages for something that doesn't really require. Um, a master's degree, and you think your knowledge is sufficient, then you don't really have to go to grad schools. So for me, I went to grad schools twice、um, without any work experience in between. So straight from college, fresh from from college.、Um, so now, when I look back, I think if I were to choose again, I would probably choose to work for a couple of years and then go for graduate studies. So.、Um, I think once you've worked a bit and get to know the society better, of course, it doesn't have to be like work, like formal work experience. It could be internship or anything of the kind.、Um, so I think you know better who you are,、um, what you want, what you don't want, what you really want to do, or、um, what is missing、um, in your experience, in your skill sets. And then when you go to grad schools. You know, like what to look for, and also when you, you will meet very interesting people. So here, I think、um, we don't really see a lot of fresh college graduates going for graduate schools, unless it's like medical school,、um, something that requires a long time,、um, a lot of devotion. Otherwise, when I was at Ed School, fresh college graduates are like very few. Most of them are. Teachers, educators, or even like headmasters, school presidents. So they have a lot of experience, and they have a lot to share in class. Whereas for us, I don't, I didn't really have much to share because I didn't really have any work experience. So I think if you have some work experience,、um, that would help a lot in grad schools.、Um, but of course, if you know exactly what you want to do. And if you know you need to get a master's degree as soon as possible, then maybe <laughs> grad school right after you graduate from college. Yeah. So it all depends on what you want. I see. It's very useful to think about. So, what do you think of the future prospects of our language majors?、Um, that's also a very big question.、Um, <laughs> So if I have time and if I know you personally, I could probably address it better.、Um, so now I don't even know what language majors are you all in. Maybe some of you are the minor languages,、um, Spanish or well, Spanish is a like large language program now.、Um, so I don't really know.、Um, but I would say the prop. 
the prospects are as good as ever. It's just um, you know times are changing. So I would say um, from what I can see um, from my time at Harvard, it's that um, besides in addition to your language skills, you do need a lot of other skill sets um, for future career or if you want to have more options. So, for example, I know a lot of um, language major students. They're um, trying to learn some computer science knowledge. They're trying to um, learn some computer assistant um, language skills, something like that. Um, so, I would say technology in education is the trend. So, if you are able and um, if you have the resources, I would suggest you probably you can explore um, something along the way. Oh, oh, thank you for the information. Yeah, sure. Um, in fact, we are all Eng English language and uh, literature students. Mm -hmm. um, and thanks so much for your information. Um, however, yeah. We all know that this year is a special year. After the outbreak of the epidemic, the relationships mm -hmm. between China and the Western countries have slightly changed. Does it affect the education of Chinese and other language? Um, I would say the, the Sino-US relationship has been changing all the time. Well, the, the um, COVID-19 uh, definitely makes a difference, but um, it's not like it's been stable over the time. So I don't really think the, um, the politics would have a huge um, influence on um, language education. Um, well, people can take a language course for different reasons. So they might, they might be interested in the culture. They love the language. May, or maybe they want to work in, a, in the government and then they need the language to fight for or against um, the other country. So we, we don't know. So people might still take the courses, but maybe for different reasons. Um, so as far as I know, we don't see um, like a, a large, like any drop um, in student enrollment. If there is any, um, it doesn't have anything to do, I think it doesn't have anything to do with the politics. It's more like about the online um, instruction. So some students, they choose to take a gap year um, just just to get over the year. And then they prefer to, they prefer in-person teaching. So that's why I think in some institutions, there is a slight drop in enrollment numbers. Um, but I don't think um, there is like much, um, influence of the COVID-19 or the politics or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I say. So at the end of our chat show, could mm -hmm. you give us some language learning and career planning advice? Um, yeah, as I said, my, my career path is really very simple. Um, and also like a lot of um, decisions are not really, it's not like I chose, I chose it or I made the decision. Um, but along the way, I think I um, gradually, I know what I want and what I don't want. So 
for you guys, you are still in college, and I don't know if any of you、um, has already done some internship or has been thinking about doing some internship. So I would say, if you've been in school all the time, definitely probably try to do something outside of school. And、um, the important thing is get to know yourself, what you are interested in. So don't be fooled by what other people say or what the society thinks、um, you should do. Try to、um, do different things and find out what you really like, what you don't like, and of course, you need to think about if you can make a living by doing what you like. A lot of people want to become artists, want to become writers, but they end up not being very well because、um, they can't really make a living out of it. So you have to balance your ideal, your ideal life with、um, the the reality. So、um, I would say take some time,、um, get to know yourself, know what you want, what you don't want. Sometimes by doing internship, maybe you couldn't, you didn't find what you really want, but at least you know this is this is what I don't want to do, and that also helps. Yeah. 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 Thanks for your advice. And、um, it seems that we have some minutes for Q and A. If you have any questions for Professor Yu and her prof- profession, feel free to ask her now. You can just、uh, unmute yourself or type your dis-、uh, questions in the discussion board. If there is no question, it we will end our chat show. Okay. Okay.、Um, Professor Yu, are you, are there anything else that you can think of that you want to share with the students? They, of course, they've asked you so many questions, but maybe there are some things that they haven't asked, but you would want us to know.、Um, anything. Um, I would say if you are planning to go to a U.S. grad schools, you'd better have some questions ready. Otherwise, you probably <laughs>、um, probably lose some attendance and class performance scores in class because in the U.S. the teachers, professors really expect you to speak up in class. If you don't, other people will. And then the teachers will think, "Oh, you are not actively participating in class," and then you will lose points. So,、um, if you're considering taking、um, doing graduate studies or taking a class or even like just attending a show or a presentation like this, maybe have some questions ready, specific questions, not too big questions. <laughs> well,、um, and if you have any specific questions, I would be very happy to answer them. Like if you're interested in working in the states as a Chinese teacher or、um, some questions like that, I would be happy to answer. I have a quick question about、yep. entry requirements for Harvard's.、Um, I don't know if it's School of Education or College of Ed- Education. So based upon your own experience and things you've heard around you in your own cohort. Uh, or the ones before or after,、um, talk to us a little bit about like TOEFL scores, GRE scores, things that 
Um, you've noticed? Um, I think, I don't think, I don't know if what I'm saying, what I'm going to say is reliable because I applied for grad school like seven, eight years ago. So the information <laughs> might not be as updated as you want. So when I was in grad school, what the admissions office told me later was um, for GRE, what they really um, put a lot of emphasis on is the essay part. So when I went to um, when I went to grad school of education and talked with my um, fellow fellow classmates, I actually found out a lot of them their verbal their verbal score and their math score are not so were not so great, but their essay um, was actually very great. Um, so because the essay really shows um, whether you are a logical person whether you can express yourself um, clearly, eloquently um, in English. So this is very important for people from language majors or people who pursue, who want to pursue um, graduate studies in language or um, related um, majors like education or East Asian studies, something like that. Yeah, so if you are considering taking a GRE exam, make sure you work on the essays. I think if you can get a, well, that's from my eight year ago experience. If you can get a score above like 4.5, I think you have a very high chance of um, getting into your dream school. That's very, very helpful. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, but of course your application matters a lot because um, I'm just saying like um, essay is probably more um, weight more than the verbal and math part, but your application is still the most important thing. So, so they want to see why you, um, why now, um, why you pick them. So make sure you address these three points in your application. Yeah. Thank you very much for your pertinent and practical advice and your detailed and thoughtful explanation and deep and intelligent insights and I can say or we all can all say you are a logical person too and <laughs> we really, yeah we really learned a lot from you today and your experience shows us the possible path to the future to our future and give us some confidence and courage to uh, achieve our own our success. So on behalf of our class, I sincerely thank you again for your time and share. So <laughs> thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you and Maggie for, and of course, Wenwen um, for organizing this event. And thank you for those of you who got out of your bed, um, opened your <laughs> camera, turned on your camera. Um, nice to meet you. And for those, um, I didn't really get to see you, but nice, nice talking to you. Yeah. <laughs>